Welcome to the Subbox Startup Challenge, where I'm taking you on a five-day sprint to fast-track your subscription box business success. Each episode includes actionable activities to kickstart your business with real stories and examples from my five-plus years as a subscription box owner. Hey, I'm Jessica Principe. I started my Subbox business from my kitchen table in 2016 with a dream in my heart and two kids at my feet. Fast forward to today and my business serves thousands of women each month. It has completely changed my life and I can't wait to show you how you can do the same. So grab a notebook and a pen because we've got work to do. Hey, welcome to the first episode of the Subbox Startup Challenge. I'm so happy you're here. I hope you'll really enjoy binging on these first five episodes as you get started on your subscription box business. You're probably already familiar with what a subscription box is, but just so that we're both on the same page, I want to touch on it really quick. The traditional subscription box is basically a collection of items within a specific niche delivered to customers at a regular interval. We often think about the big guys like Birchbox or Barkbox as great examples. But did you know that there are thousands of others? Yeah, and they are in all different categories and niches, and it is seriously so cool. The subscription industry is booming, and it continues to trend upward. You're here because you're curious about starting one or adding one to your existing business. I'm so happy you're here, and I'm particularly excited about this episode because I'm going to crush all of the limiting beliefs that could be holding you back from taking the next step. These are the exact same things that I struggled with when I was getting started too. So I'm not just going to be regurgitating old news. I'm going to really open my heart and share with you real truths that held me back in the beginning that could possibly be holding you back too and show you a way through them. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Okay, so you may be thinking, sounds great, but I don't know the first thing about starting a subscription box and it sounds like it would be expensive. The truth is you don't need to have any experience in e-commerce or selling products online, and you don't need to have an investor or tens of thousands of dollars to start one. My business is completely self-funded. I don't have investors. I've never wanted to have any, um, and we just use a little bit of our savings to start the business, but there are even ways that you can do it for less expensive than I did. Building a subscription box business has a low barrier to entry, which means it's a pretty accessible business for most people to start. I don't want you buying products or investing a lot of money just yet. If you stick with me, you're going to learn all about how to mitigate your financial risk and how to build your audience before you build your business so that you can ensure that you have buyers at launch. I think that that is the most critical part that's really not talked about enough in the subscription box industry. You really, really, really want to ensure that you have buyers at launch by building your audience before you build your business. So you don't need to have a million dollars in the bank. You do not need to have access to investors, but what you do need to have is ambition and a willingness to learn and roll up your sleeves to do the work. I started my subscription box business, All Girl Shave Club, in 2016. I really wanted to create an experience for women where shaving could be less of a chore and more of a luxury-infused moment of self-care. I wanted to develop high-quality products made for women that were fun to use that would bring beauty, confidence, and convenience to her life. I didn't have any experience selling physical products or basically selling anything online. Um, At the time, I worked as the assistant director for a private vocational school in the healthcare industry. So truly, my career and my dream business were on the opposite sides of the spectrum. 
I also wasn't a blogger. I didn't have a large social media following. I was truly just an average working woman married to a firefighter and raising two little boys. And I think that that's really important to mention because I didn't have some big advantage that you don't have. You can do this too. I started the business from my kitchen table armed with what I like to lovingly refer to as my best friend, Google. And that's pretty much it. I spent about seven months researching and learning how to start a subscription box business before I actually launched it in December of 2016. At the time, there really weren't a lot of resources available for someone who was looking to start a subscription box business. So I did have to rely on Google and being a little bit scrappy and figuring out how I could adopt certain concepts that were being taught for other types of businesses and apply them to my business or the subscription box model. But over the past five years, I've learned a lot. There have been really, really high highs and really low lows, but I can honestly say that my subscription box business has changed my life in more ways than I can count, and I'm so, so grateful. Now, I don't want to sugarcoat it and make it sound like it was easy peasy and I never struggled. In fact, after a few months into researching how to turn my idea into a business, I found myself scared to death, honestly, and I questioned myself time after time if I really had what it takes and if I could even compete in such a huge industry. It was kind of like a movie reel playing over and over in my head. These intrusive thoughts saying, you know, who are you to do this? You can't do this. How will you ever compete? There are already other brands doing something similar. How are you going to stand out? All of those things over and over again. If you've ever caught yourself feeling that way too, I want to tell you that there is room for all of us. Your dream is worth pursuing and you are worth taking a chance on yourself. You don't have to let fear limit your life. You can be home when your kids get out the bus. You can build your schedule around the things that are most important to you. You can create a business doing what you love and earn an income in fulfilling ways. I want to share something with you about fear, and I learned it early on, and I actually wish that I had learned it even earlier, but fear is a natural reaction to the unknown. It's not a sign that you're doing something wrong or that you shouldn't be starting this business or trying that new thing. We feel the fear start to bubble up as we're getting closer to taking action on some part of our dream, and we sometimes talk ourselves out of it, blaming the fact that there's too much competition or there's already someone else doing something similar, so you know, who am I to do this, or how could I ever even compete. We tell ourselves that it's a bad idea. But what's really happening is we're letting fear control and dictate our lives. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. Because what I've discovered is that pushing past the fear and taking small baby steps, even if it's scary, and even if you don't have everything perfectly figured out, that on the other side of fear could be the very best experience of your life. One of my mentors told me, don't wait to be brave. Take your courage by the hand and do it afraid. Do it sick, do it awkward, do it anyway. I love that advice so much and I hope that that resonates with you too because sometimes we do have to just take action even if we're a little bit scared. So what are some things that make us feel afraid or that really make us question if we can do this? Well, let's start with the hairy, scary competition. I know you're thinking it. It's one of the most common questions I get asked by those looking to get started. So you're definitely not alone. Here's how it usually goes. Someone will come to me. They'll have this fabulous idea for a box. Then they discover there's another box or even several boxes just like it. And they feel worried that they won't be able to be different or they won't be able to compete against them because the existing box is much bigger and more popular or it just causes them to feel really insane secure in their idea. 
I understand this a million percent because I felt the exact same way. When I was building All Girl Shave Club, I was about to compete with not one, but two billion dollar brands, like billion with a B. I didn't have the resources that they had. I didn't have that kind of money. I didn't have that kind of reach or exposure. And honestly, I even had an attorney tell me in the beginning that I would never be able to rank on Google because of how big my competition was. How is that for setting me back? And I really have to be honest that I believed him for a little bit. Not enough to keep me from not moving forward, but it was always in the back of my mind, even up until recently when I started to realize that a lot of my traffic and my high converting traffic was coming from Google. And so it kind of dispelled that belief that I had inside that I had been carrying around all of these years that I would never be able to rank. The thing that I held on to when all of these intrusive thoughts kept clouding my mind and kept pulling me down was that I believed that this dream was placed in my heart for a reason. And the same is true for you. There's truly, there's no such thing as a new idea. Everything has been done in some way or another somewhere out there. And there are ways that you can carve out your own niche so that you can flourish in any category that you want. You have been given unique gifts, abilities, and experiences to be able to bring your idea to life in such a way that nobody else can. It's your flavor. It's what makes your box inherently different. No one can execute on your dreams the way that you can. I want you to think about all the people that are waiting for a box just like yours right now. Imagine that right now someone is settling for your competition when they'd really, really love the way that you offer it instead. As we get to know each other better, you'll see that mindset work is really important to me. And it's something that I'll always encourage you to work on too, because our words are so powerful and what we tell ourselves really matters. So if you're struggling with fear around the competition, I want you to reframe your thoughts and remind yourself that your idea has value, that there's always room for competition. There's room for all of us and that there are people that are waiting for exactly what you have to offer. And it's your time. I want to tell you a true story about competition and one of the hardest times for me in business. It was late 2017, so I was about a year into my business when sales started just slowing down kind of unexpectedly. I couldn't quite figure out why everything was kind of slowing down the way that it was. And after a bit of research, I realized that there was a new competitor that had entered the marketplace. They had raised millions of dollars in VC funds and were directly competing against us. They were everywhere. They were being promoted on all of the blogs, all of the influencers were talking about them. They were in all the publications. They were just literally everywhere. I went through a period of about three days where I just cried all day, every day. I was a total mess. I thought, you know, this is it. I'm done. I can't compete against this. We were entirely self-funded. We didn't have investors. I never wanted them. That was never part of my plan or never something that I really had a desire for. And I just honestly didn't see a way through it. So after about three days of crying on the couch and not being able to kind of do anything, I finally got myself together enough and I called up a colleague who was also a mentor of mine. And, you know, in between sobs, I explained to him what was happening and how I felt like I was totally finished and that this was probably going to be the end of my company. But to my surprise, he did not see it that way. And honestly, I will never forget what he said to me. He said, Jessica, I have never seen anyone speak as passionately about their business as you do. And the way I see it, you have two choices. First, you could raise funds. I'll teach you how to pitch and I'll teach you how to find investors and you can go toe to toe with them. Or two, you can carve out your own niche and you can keep going. 
He didn't give me the choice to quit or give up, and he certainly didn't see this as the end of my business. I decided to go with option number two and carve out my own niche. So at this point, we started focusing on women who were ages, you know, 30 to 45, a little bit older of a demographic than we had originally envisioned. But these women had been shaving for a long time and were ready for a different experience. We worked hard to bring really high quality products that were female focused, unique and fun to use. We built our platform on encouraging women to take time out for self-care because we all need more of that for sure. And despite the competition, we nearly doubled our business that next year. This story really illustrates the truth that there is room for you too. It doesn't matter who enters the market or who's already there. It doesn't matter if they are bigger, flashier, have more money, have more experience, whatever it is, you can still follow your dreams and find success. Several competitors have come and some have even gone over the past five plus years that I've been running my business. And while it's important that we're aware of them, we just don't obsess or worry. We analyze their offerings against our own and we just stay focused on what makes us unique and how we can provide value and service to our customers to the best of our ability. If there's already competition in the market, then that's actually fabulous because that means that they've proved there's a market for what you want to sell and you can be successful selling it too. Another thing I hear often from women particularly who are wanting to start a business is, can I do this well if I'm working a full-time job? And the answer to that is absolutely. It is so doable to build your business on the side. And actually in doing so, it removes the pressure from having to completely quit your job right away and not having that income coming in. So I look at it as, you know, let your full-time job fund your business until you're ready to leave and take your business full-time. Let that be your source of investment. There's nothing wrong with starting your business as a side hustle while you're working full-time. That's exactly what I did too. You don't need to be on anyone's timeline. This is your race and it's your pace. When I was first getting started, my kids were little and I was working a very demanding full-time job. My husband had a chaotic schedule as a firefighter, so he was working 24-hour shifts every three days. So it was a very busy season of life for us. I would work in the evenings after the kids went to bed. I would work on the weekends in between commitments. And I got really good at working in 15-minute pockets of time. And believe me, there's a lot that you can accomplish in a 15-minute period if you stay focused. Those early days were challenging. I'm not going to tell you that it's always easy, but they taught me a lot about productivity and about how to do more in less time. It served me really well because now I run my business by working in it about 10 to 15 hours a week. And as you grow yours, I can teach you how to set up your systems to do the same thing. We can do anything for a season. If you need to start your business while you're working full-time and do both simultaneously, that's a season. It's not permanent. It won't be like that forever. You have what it takes, and you aren't competing against anyone else's clock. By the way, I left my full-time job about a year after I started my business, so it's very possible that you can do the same as well. Lastly, another big reason I hear women holding themselves back is because they're just not sure they can do this. They don't have any experience. They feel like they don't have the right education or degree. And they just wonder, you know, do I really have what it takes? Can I really be successful doing this? If this is you, I am sending you the biggest virtual hug right now. Seriously, we never, ever give ourselves enough credit. I'm speaking about myself, too, because I've been there many, many times. Let me be the one to give you permission to trust yourself. You already have everything it takes to start your business right inside of you right now already. So trust yourself. Use what you have access to. Tap into your talents and get creative with what you already have. 
When I first started, I was grasping at every shiny thing that came across my path. I honestly, I thought I had to hire experts to do everything for me. And I was trusting others to make decisions for my business that I could have made on my own, but I just didn't think I was qualified enough to do. I had to learn to trust myself. Yes, there are definitely times where we may need counsel and advice from trusted experts and leaders to help us make decisions that are new for us or, you know, to show us an easier way. But I think all too often, especially in the beginning, we discount ourselves so much that we forget that we are resourceful, smart, talented, and capable. I was speaking to a trusted financial advisor about a year into my business. I felt like I needed him to guide me, to tell me what to do to increase my profits and to grow my business. He gently asked me questions in place of answering mine, which kind of led me to answer my own questions. I had the answers inside me all along. He pointed that out to me and reminded me that I was doing a good job. Yes, there are definitely things that he taught me because I didn't know what I didn't know, but I knew more than I was giving myself credit for. On that phone call that day, he said something to me that I've had hanging on my computer ever since. So casually and so confidently, he said, just go make a million dollars, Jess. He believed it was possible for me, and I believe it's possible for you. I want you to take the weight and pressure off of your shoulders and give yourself the freedom and permission to trust yourself. It's okay if you don't know everything. It's okay if you don't have any experience selling something online. It's okay if you don't feel qualified. It's okay if you don't have a college degree or if you don't have the right degree. It's okay to be a beginner. You're going to learn everything that you need to learn when it's time to learn it. Build your network, surround yourself with others who are doing the same thing, and learn from those who have gone before you. I've been extremely fortunate to have received guidance and support from some amazing women and men who have shared what they know with me and others. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to pay it forward and do the same for you. Okay, so here's your assignment for the day. I want you to take out a journal or a notebook and ask yourself, what other limiting beliefs do you have about starting your business? Take some time to think about them. Journal them out and then ask yourself, is this really true? Is it really true that you can't be successful? Is it really true that you need an investor to launch a profitable business? Is it really true that you need to have experience to get started? Whatever it is for you, ask yourself if it's really true or if it's just a story that you're making yourself believe. Can you find a role model or someone who has done what you want to do successfully? I'm betting you can. Are you willing to take the next step even if you're afraid? Rephrase your thinking from what if I fail to what if I succeed? I hope you'll leave this episode feeling encouraged, empowered, and with a new belief in yourself. You can really do this, and I can't wait to cheer you on along the way. I'll see you next time. If you're ready to build a solid plan for your subscription box business and get your idea off the ground, head over to subscriptionboxessentials.com and grab my ebook packed with 16 expert chapters to guide you step-by-step in building your business foundation, carving out your concept, and preparing you for pre-launch. It comes with over 20 interactive worksheets, templates, planning pages, scripts, resource lists, and so much more to give you the ultimate head start in bringing your business to life. You can save 20% when you use coupon code PODCAST today. That's subscriptionboxessentials.com.